What the fuck is up, shaggers? Welcome to a new episode of Shit About Shagging, the show where I talk shit about all things in the streets and on them sheets. <sighs> let me, let me, I've got a confession, okay? The confession is I have douchebag tendencies, okay? I interact with people who randomly message me on social media instead of blocking them purely for content. I get quite a few messages from guys who are like interested in my jelly, you know. And yeah, it's quite flattering and I don't mind it because of the nature of what I discuss. I am not saying that I'm some sort of like sex object or that I'm asking for this intention. No, attention. No, no, no. But I feel like it kind of comes with the territory of hosting a love, sex and relationships podcast. So now I have more people interested in me popping up in my DMs, especially on Instagram. I know that the right thing to do is probably ignore the request or just delete it, which I do nine times out of 10. But every now and then I just like let one slide through the cracks and reply to the dude and engage with them, even if I have no interest whatsoever. See? douchebag tendencies. I now have this one dude whose first message was, let me open it up. Um, hello, saw your profile on Tinder. I would like to find out when you are available for a meetup. I would like to get to know you. So I ignored the first message. Then he sent me another one saying hello. And I told him, hey, um, but I don't just meet up with people before getting to know them. He told me he has no problem with that and we can do a video chat when I'm available. And I was like, dude, before that, maybe let's just try a conversation. And he's like, well, no, I'm not usually online. So can we pick a time when we can chat? And I just, at this point, I I was like, just fucked off and also tired because it was midnight. So I ignored his messages. He, the fact that he went like straight off the bat to like meeting up in person, I was like, that doesn't sit well with me. So, no. So now he does this thing where he sends three question marks every five minutes. Like, I'm like, he'll send a question mark and then I'll read it. And then like five minutes later, he'll send another three question marks. And I'm like, dude, what the... But I keep quiet. I just keep reading the messages, hoping that he'll like get the hint. But no. So he sends me a message saying, if I'm saying something you don't agree with, at least block me because this is confusing. No reply on my part. So question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Like it's going on and he sends me about five. So I then reply and I'm like, please stop. And then he says, you can you can stop me by just blocking me. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. Is this really what is going on? So fine. I, I just I just ignore him. Ignore him, ignore him, ignore him. Then I think two days later of like two days of this constant question mark sending and me ignoring him, that continues. Then I decide, let me fuck with him a bit. So I tried to video call him when I'm with one of my guy friends just so that he can answer the phone and see me with this dude and hopefully then like back off. I know, 
douchebag tendency. Luckily, well, I think luckily for him, the dude didn't answer the call. What he continued to do then is send me the messages of the question marks. I tried to ignore it, but he just was so persistent. After a while, this guy upgraded, okay? He stopped sending question marks and then he decided, okay, this is not working. So he started commenting on my actual posts on Instagram. The first comment was a hello. The second one was a full stop. Then I, I deleted the comments. Then he went back into my DMs and uh, sent me the question marks. I left them on red. Then he went back to my pictures, continued to comment. And I'm just like, at this point, I was just like fucked off pissed because I, I just, I didn't, I didn't understand. And I know you're all sitting there right now listening and wondering why I don't just block him. And the thing is that I probably will soon, but I also just want to know if he thinks what he's doing is working or if he's going to fuck off ending with us meeting up and holding hands and walking up to a rainbow. I hate the fact that I'm so annoyed by this, yet so fucking curious. I do not understand why I'm so intrigued, even after he sent me 42 messages of just random punctuation marks. So finally, I decided to write him a message telling him all for annoying me. I haven't blocked him yet because I want to see his response. So if the response isn't too incriminating for him or whatever, then I'm going to post it on the podcast's Instagram page this week for you all to see. So basically, yes, I do have douchebag tendencies. But enough about me. For now, let us get into the shaggish shenanigans with a submission from a fan of the show this week. So this is the submission I got. So this was kind of someone I met through my cousin. Yeah, she was my step cousin's friend. She was kind of cute and I'd been feeling her for a while. We got to chatting a lot and then one day my aunt and uncle and their family were out of town and they asked me to house at their apartment for them. So I decided to stay at the place with my step cousin and she invited her friend. We as a group decided that we're going to get fucked up drunk and one thing led to another. I love where this is going. Alcohol and like feels for people always leads to like something juicy. Okay, so the user, uh, the <laughs> the user, the fan continues to say, so we decided we're going to get fucked up drunk uh, and we bought like three bottles of wine. It was three bottles of the cheapest wine we could get because we were student debt kind of broke. <laughs> and we were chilling in the house and just drank the night away. The opportunity arose when my step cousin walked out of the house to get a smoke after absolutely chundering her guts out she walked away went for a smoke and the friend and i were left chatting chilling and watching a movie at the same time it was a jordan peele movie not sure which one we were talking and vibing and i got pretty fucked up at this point i could barely see anything all i know is that i'm creeping closer and closer to her with every second that passes and i don't even realize it she is doing the same likewise 
it gets to a point where we realize our foreheads are touching. I cool. I decide, let me get into this. I do what I got to do and we start kissing. At a boy. At a boy. Yeah. So he says, I lift her up and slam her straight onto the bed and we get into it. Honestly, the sex was not nice. It was not great at all. I mean, it was absolutely dry. And it felt like I was forcing it into there. (laughs) I honestly quit after two minutes. And then I thought to myself, let me eat her out so so she feels somewhat satisfied. Okay, just pause. What a fucking champ this man is. Like, okay, you know... You can be with someone and you guys are like in the moment and everything, but you're, the lady bits are just like not a hundred percent there. The fact that this guy is like, let me still give her some satisfaction by eating her out. This is the kind of man that this is, you are the kind of listener I want, dude. I commend you, sir. Salute to you. Back to the story. So I thought, let me eat her out. So she feels somewhat satisfied. When I tell you the taste was of another universe, I couldn't even describe what I was tasting. All I knew is that I could not handle it and I would not put myself through that. Little did I know that the taste would lead onto something that happened later. So I tried to finger her and she ended up saying, you know what, let's just stop. It's not working. And I agreed and said, fuck it. Cool. She obviously was thinking I was inexperienced and I was like, nah, bruh, that shit is dry as hell. It's not happening, but it is what it is. Bad sexual encounters happen and it's cringy. That is not the bad part. Let me tell you the next day I woke up and she wasn't on the bed anymore. I was butt ass naked and she was now on the couch. So I put on a shirt and decided to go outside to talk to my step cousin. She asked us what happened between the friend and I the night before. And I tell her it just didn't happen. Cool, cool, cool. It was getting late around 5 p.m. and I had to leave. So I go back into the room to pick up my clothes and I'm wondering where I pick up my... Okay, so actually listen. The day before I was wearing a white turtleneck, black jeans and brown shoes. I know, it's a weird ensemble. And yes, I know. I did fuck her in a white turtleneck. So I'm looking around for my clothes and I pick up my turtleneck and I begin to like smell the smell. I've been smelling this the whole day and I seriously cannot figure out where the hell it's coming from. And I know the smell has been like pungent all day and I'm trying to figure out where the hell is it coming from and what am I smelling this whole time? Dude. When I tell you, Zizi, I put on this turtleneck and the smell just intensifies. I look down to my front my front, and I just see shit. <laughs> I see literal poop stained on my turtleneck as if I was using it as toilet paper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Immediately, I took off the shirt and just 
wore what I was wearing the whole time. Put the turtleneck back in my bag and thank God I had a bag so that people wouldn't see or have to smell this. I raced out of there, out of the apartment, didn't even say bye. Basically, I said, see you and left. Got onto the bus and immediately told my friend the story. How the hell is that girl going to use my white turtleneck to wipe her ass? To wipe the shit from her butt? The person continues to say, the most embarrassing thing is that I had to get home and put it in the wash. Only to realize a year later that my grandmother actually washed the shirt. She hasn't said anything to me since. Now I probably have this grandmother who imagines what the hell is my grandson doing walking around with shit on a turtleneck? Oh my God. That is terrible. I have so many questions. Like, did she shit herself before the sex? And that's what, like, the eating out taste was. And then when you passed out, then did she wipe her ass? And I was like, I'm not sleeping on the bed anymore. Like, and you, I don't care how drunk you are. That that can't be a, a thing that crosses your mind to be like, oh, white oversized toilet sheet. Let me use this. Oh, and it's got a turtleneck. Oh, my gosh. But thank you. Thank you so much for submitting that shagger shenanigans. I am so sorry that happened to you. But also, that's what you fucking get for fucking someone in a turtleneck. What were you doing, dude? (laughs) Oh gosh, that was amazing. That was fun. So now into this week's topic. Yeah. I wish sometimes I could put people in a box. Okay? Now, if you want to label someone, you kind of have to like force them into this box that they don't really fit into. Like packing that last pair of sneakers in your suitcase, knowing fully well that that motherfucker will not close. Yet you still like shove it in, you know. This week's topic is about the ideal world where in boxes we can shove men and women into. Mainly the top five that came to mind for me. Now, these could easily be replaced by other boxes or we could just disregard the whole idea completely. But we're 14 minutes into the show, so let's just see what my sh- where my shitty thoughts take me. So, I thought of five stereotypes that men and women looking for a relationship could fall into. None of them are particularly better than the other one, but you could easily lean towards wanting to be in a certain box over another. I thought about this topic last year and I didn't release it because I loved it so much and I asked like so many people for their opinions and input and then I was left with like four hours worth of information from other people and when I was doing the write-up, I felt like I had to write down every little detail and comment people said, which led to like a three hour long episode. And that just gave me grave anxiety. So this time I am sticking with what works best for me. My own uneducated, probably wrong, mildly entertaining, 
oddly specific and weirdly relatable two cents with a few insights from others. So let's get straight into it. Imagine there are five types of men and women out there. What would you choose? I got the five different types of people from people I've encountered in life, from friends to family, lovers to strangers and bars. These are the five character types I think can be found in at least one person that you know. So this week we're going to do the women, you know, ladies first and all. The five women I could think of were the take-me-home girl, the damsel in distress, the independent woman, the cool girl, and the slay queen. Now, immediately, most people gravitate towards the independent woman and the cool girl because that's what we want or want to be like. But these two women don't always get the guy. You see, the independent woman has a gut going on. She works her magic all day, every day. She handles her business and can, t- can take care of herself. She is a queen at the top of a fucking game, but unfortunately comes off unappealing to some men. So a few guys have told me that they want to be the provider and whatnot, and the independent woman just comes off as being intimidating. I, I want to say that I understand this, But come the fuck on, it's 2022. Who runs the world? Girls! Why is your masculinity bruised by someone who sends you money for a haircut in Hennessy on a Friday afternoon? Instead of running away from the independent woman, why don't you try and grow with her? Imagine how great your life would be if you were both at the top of your game. I feel like if you fall into the category of independent woman, then... Good for you, boo-boo. Shine, when a baby girl. And do not diminish your bright light because you think it'll help you land a partner. No. If you do that, then trust me, you're going to end up with someone who is not right for you anyway. The other thing is that if you are an independent woman, you need to be careful of the man that is super attached to you and your strong-ass independent self. Because those guys can also be leeches, and more often than not, scrubs. A scrub will latch onto you and your rising power and contribute absolutely nothing. Don't let the fact that at least someone is interested in you cloud your judgment and allow someone who is not worth your time linger in your life longer than they need to be. Don't, Don't do it. You are great, you are doing what's right, and you will find someone who's going to match that energy of yours, who's going to bring the same amount of passion, fire, responsibility, work, and all that drive that you bring to the relationship. Being a boss-ass bitch does not, should not, and will not stop you from landing an amazing guy. Okay. The cool girl. That's my girl. She's one of the boys, yo. It's as simple as that. And because of the fact that she is a bro, she will not be seen as anything more. She is seen like a homie and the guys aren't out here trying to date their bros. Only secretly, you know. (laughs) No, I'm joking. But in all seriousness, the cool girl often gets overlooked as a potential partner because the guy has his bro glasses on when they see them. Check. You might be 
close to this one guy who's always telling you that you look fine as hell. Which you probably do because look at you, cutie. But he never tries to make a move on you. He treats you better than any other woman because he values your friendship and that is all. Moving out of this light can be so fucking tricky. And the guys that are asked about this were like split in two. Some say that he will only see you differently when you act differently. But that just sounds like a lot of effort to me. But if you're willing to put in the time, then you can strut your stuff and flaunt in front of the guy more often. Maybe hit on guys in front of him and also be less available as a friend. Apparently, doing this will change the way he sees you and could possibly help in moving things along romantically. Other men don't agree with the whole flaunting and strutting thing. They say once you've been dubbed Lady Brosef of Friendship Manor, then there is no way your title can be stripped away. I personally agree with the second male option. I think once a man sees you as just a friend, especially like a really good friend, like a female bestie or whatever like that, then nothing is going to change their mind of that fact. Which is weird because your friendship with this person will be weird to future partners and they will always, always assume some shit is going on or has happened between the two of you. And you're like just sitting out here like, I tried, but fuck, nothing is going on. You know what? I am really passionate about the cool girl because I, I, I have been her. I have been her. And it sucks, but you just accepted that that's your bro. And honestly, think about the bro that you're trying to get. You know all of his secrets and stuff. You know the way he moves. Are you sure you want to even be with him? Think about it. Now, on to the one I wish I was more often. The damsel in distress. Home girl is Rapunzel and she needs some saving. The damsel in distress often needs help, but not just any help. No, 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 no. This is only the kind of task that Prince Charming can handle. Whether it be emotional support that she cannot get from her friends for some reason, or, and I've seen this, a place to stay from the guy she met just a week ago. She always needs someone to rescue her from the pits of hell. And let me tell you something. Men eat this shit up. Oh my gosh, do they love playing Superman. In the past, I've been judgmental in thinking that a girl like this is weak. But honestly, now, (laughs) props to you, girl. She is hella cunning and smart. Bats the eyelids, pretends to fake. And baby girl, she's got a man. But only up to a point. The thing is that, yes, when you start off being a damsel in distress, you'll have suitors lining up to help me, to help you. But trust me, the act gets very old very fucking quickly. And men do get tired of always being needed. Eventually, you'll have to fend for yourself and show some independence. So if you want to be the damsel, make sure there's an expiry date to the drama. Now, the fourth one. Slay queen. Slay queen. Queen who slays. 
the slayer of dragons, who happens to be a queen. Hmm. Okay, so guys, remember, this is not to offend anyone. It's just some random characters I thought of. So Slay Queen. She is a lady who doesn't fuck with you or anything you do. She is all about the pursuit of her reign through the means of you and all you have, be it financially, emotionally or influentially. She is all about herself and you are just a means to get by. In my mind, a slay queen will move on from you once you don't satisfy the need that you are so lucky enough to fill in her life. If you've got contacts, she's meeting them. If you've got money, <laughs> best believe she's spending it. How often do you see her? Hmm. Only when it suits her. She is all about the betterment of self. But don't be hurt if she's using you. Chances are you're not the only man in her lineup. If that character is you, ladies, slay queen. I think that men are attracted to slay queens because slay queens are very ambitious. Like, I admire the hustle and all the work they put in for themselves. And I don't want to call them selfish because I actually wish I partook in more self-love like the slay queens do they are resilient and always have options or plans or the means to get what they want and what they need all while rocking the freshest face and runway hair with editorial outfits making them look effortless i mean you know what actually i hope in my next life i can have a slay queen face i do and finally for the woman we have the take me home girl. She is from sea to shining sea. Like Lady Liberty. She reigns over all she sees. She's beauty. She's grace. She's queen of 50 states. She's elegance and taste. She's Miss United States. Yes. She is basically the winner from Miss Congeniality. If the name doesn't give it away, then yeah. She is the girl who guys ideally want to take home to meet the folks. She is funny and smart, but not more than he is, okay? She is successful in her own right, which is completely separate from his world. She is of perfect build. Not too skinny, but not super plump plumpy. She caters to him and is devoted to his happiness. So now, why is it that a lot of us women can relate to being this girl, but find ourselves single? Well, baby girl, simply put, it's not you, it's timing. Yep, that bitch timing. Guys all agree that why they don't always end up with take me home girl is because She's ready and waiting when he still wants to fuck around or he's with someone else. And that's no one's fault. I honestly have no cure or tip that can change this fact other than the one that I am struggling to even believe in myself, which is wait for him. I was actually recently told that I am a take me home girl. 
this guy I'm interested in told me that I'm basically perfect for him, but he wishes we had met two months ago because now he's in this situationship with someone else. You see, timing is the mother of all fuck-ups and she sucks. She sucks big time. But kids, that is all I have to say for now. I will do the five male character types in next week's episode. So stay tuned and keep a lookout for that. You can check out my social media pages for more information and trailers by following at SASpodcast underscore and myself at ZZCiolo on both Instagram and Twitter. The website I have now includes like a submissions option so you can anonymously submit your shaggy shenanigans stories and questions to there and then I can you know we'll be able to use them in the show and answer them so visit www.linktr.ee forward slash shit about shagging or just hit the link in my bio and social media so you can share all your bits and pieces As always, guys, please share the show with your friends, leave a rating or review, and follow on your favorite listening platform. It has been a treat chatting shit for you guys. I am going like a Boeing, so keep shagging, and remember, love you long time. Bye.